Hi, Lisa. I ask you for some advice. My husband and I have been together for almost 14 years and married for almost eight. We have three children, and lately there is no sexual desire on my part. I've come to think that our life is getting a bit flattening. What would you do? Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I'm your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for emailing in. If you want to send us a question, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, what's up, Lisa? What's going on? So I was actually scheduled this week to go for an ultrasound of my pelvic area because, you know, if you've been following me, there's breast (laughs) issues, pelvic issues, you know, all of the above. And uh, so it's funny because they tell you an hour prior to your appointment, you need to drink like 32 ounces of water. Yeah, I've done one of these before. You know, which I'm okay with. I drink water all day long. Yeah, your bladder needs to be full, right? Exactly. So, you know, an hour before, I'm chugging down my 32 ounces of water and Mm -hmm. I drive to my appointment. And you would expect that your appointment would somewhat be on time because, you know, your bladder is filling with Mm -hmm. fluid and... I've given birth to four children, so <laughs> the bladder isn't as strong as maybe a yeah. 20-year-old's bladder could be. Uh-huh. So, you know, I got in and, you know, you they pre-register you. And at the same time, you're like, you're doing the little dance because you're trying to hold in your pee. Mm-hmm. And all I keep thinking is, you know, they say that when you tighten your, your muscles down below, they're called Kegel exercises. Yeah. So, uh-huh. oh, I'm tightening my muscles. It's helping, you know. <laughs> so-and-so or so then you know finish registering now you sit down and five five minutes goes by but it seems like you know 15 minutes Mm -hmm. because now the pain is starting to kick in and I get up and I go to the receptionist like I'm sorry but you know any news on when they're going to be taking me in? Because I did drink all that water over an hour ago <laughs> and I have to use the restroom. So then she, you know, walks in the back and two minutes later, she's like, oh, they're going to take you in soon. I'm like, OK. And I sit back down and yeah. I'm trying not to think about it. And it's like I'm, the clock is right in front of me now and I'm looking and I'm like, Another 10 minutes goes by and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm starting Mm -hmm. to like sweat because I got to go so bad. I don't blame you. And the pain is really getting intense now. And uh, I get up to the receptionist and she's like, I'm sorry. You know, we had a pediatric baby come in and, and I get it. But for God's sake. Tell you tell me yeah or tell me to drink later or you know you can't tell people to drink all this water and then not take them in within 15 minutes of your appointment Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i know well to make a long story short it was 45 minutes after my appointment really and i have to be honest i couldn't hold it you know like i really i i was in intense pain she's like well you could go in and release a little bit I'm like, no, this is gonna, that's like I'm waterfalls. Like, <laughs> I pushed out four babies. Yeah. Once I release, yeah. it's all coming out. It's, I'm yeah. sorry. There's no more control. Like, really? Like, how yeah. do you go release a little bit? Oh, like, my God. You know? Yeah. 
So I, I ended up going to the bathroom. I was in too much pain. And when the lady finally took me in, I was like, listen, you guys had me sitting out there for, you know, 45 minutes past my appointment. I can't hold my bladder that long anymore. Yeah. I'm that young, and even and, if you, you know, were, I can't. Yeah, on a, like, like a full bladder, exactly. Because they want you like being like I have to go to the I bathroom. I know. Well, you know what she ended up telling me? She's like, "Oh, you could have went to the bathroom. When you drink that much, your bladder fills up really quick afterwards." I'm like, "Well, maybe your receptionist should have told oh me my that God. because yeah. I was literally crying in pain. That when I actually sat to go, I tensed up that." It, the, the flood didn't start till a couple really? minutes after. Yeah. Oh like, God. that's how painful it was. Yeah, that's not good. No. Yeah, you're going no. to get one thing checked out, then you leave with, like, a bladder. Exactly. Problem. Exactly. I, I was like, this is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. So, that's my uh, ultrasound story. <laughs> how does everything okay? How did it go? I mean, uh, I'm, I have an appointment to speak with a doctor. Of course, you know, I, every month, you know, when I get my period, I... I shouldn't say every month, every other month. So apparently when I ovulate on my left side, I'm in excruciating pain to the point that I'm on the floor, like in sweats. Yeah. I've had the the pain before. is, is unbearable. And come to find out a couple months ago that I had a ruptured cyst and, um, they had sent me for an ultrasound then and saw that the cyst was ruptured but they wanted me to come back a couple months later just to see it again. And when I went this last time, it actually tripled in size. Really? <laughs> it did, yeah. I have a very so, slight one. That's why I had to get the same thing. You just did, what is it called? Ultrasound. Yeah. Um, but they were like, oh, it's so small. And it, but I haven't been having like that bad of periods. I used to when I was very young. But Yeah, no, it's it's pretty bad. And um you know, now I got an appointment uh, this week to speak to the doctor. I don't know what he's going to suggest, but I, I know that normally when when people come in with these types of conditions, they put them on birth control pills because that usually yeah. helps with the cyst. Um, I unfortunately cannot be on any hormones or any birth control pills because of my breast issues. Yeah. So I'm like stuck between a wall right now. So I'm curious to hear what he's going to say to me when I go in this week. Yeah, I don't know. I've had a couple friends have to get like, it technically is like a little surgery, but it's mm-hmm. not like super invasive to yeah. remove cysts, but it's tough. Yeah. Oh, and apparently, coincidentally, my ovary, my left ovary is not in the right spot either. Like, oh, it's of very superficial. <laughs> so that's why when I have these episodes that happen, my stomach like blows up. Like I look like I'm five months pregnant, literally. Really? I'm not even joking when I say that. Wow. So we'll see. To be continued, oh, I'll man. give you guys a follow-up after I find out some information. Do, do you have any updates on um, my breast, breast issues? Disease? Yeah, Yeah, actually, I went for my six-month MRI recently, and um, thank God everything is stable at the moment, so there's been no changes, which is good. And you haven't had to get anything removed either. No, no. Um, nice. That's what I did the biopsies six months ago or four months ago in mm-hmm. December. So... Um, Thank God, no new growths, everything's stable. So right now I'm going to deal with my pelvic issues, I guess you could say, and see what happens. I'm taking it one day at a time. Well, that's all you can do, but exactly. good luck. I know it's painful. I was going to say, do you you partly feel like you're like a 12-year-old girl getting your period when they happen and they're that painful? Yeah. Well, I have to be honest. I, I can't remember my periods ever being this painful. Really? Yeah. I have to tell you. 
the last three, four years, I definitely probably had some type of hormonal changes in my body because that's when a lot of my more breast and pelvic issues started. Yeah. I just, I remember having brutal periods. Yeah. I, I would be like, yeah, on the bathroom floor, like in pain. I had to get picked up from school a couple times. Really? No, I have yeah. to thank God I mine was never that bad. Now I am at 41 years old, <laughs> which makes no sense to me whatsoever. And they didn't say it could be anything in relation to like early menopause either. No, apparently I could have 10 more kids really? at my age if I wanted to. Yeah. Like you're super fertile? That's the opposite? They, apparently my hormones are great. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, good to know, I guess. Yeah. So taking it one day at a time. That's like, um, I think we talked about very briefly, like, fr- you know, freezing eggs or something mm-hmm. on someone's question. Yep. And uh, it's funny. My friend went to donate her eggs. And through it, you get all the testing and, you know, she's my age. So she's 30 and she was like, well, you know, part of me was thinking like, oh, this would be good. All the testing's covered. Yeah. And I'll know. And they were like, you are fertile murderer. You do not need to be freezing your eggs yet. And I was like, well, that is good to know. Like to go in and figure it out. But also she ovulates twins every other month. Oh, wow. She figured out from the thing. And I was like, oh. Also good to know. <laughs> I was like, can they tell you which months? So you can just like track it forever. That's so in case funny. You don't, but I know a lot of people that really want to have twins, so it's a very yeah. interesting thing. Yep. Um, well, speaking of pelvic if- issues, we do have an email. Ah. Somewhat uh, on this topic. Um, so if you guys want to send us an email, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. Okay, so this one is called No Sexual Desire. Hi, Lisa. I ask you for some advice. My husband and I have been together for almost 14 years and married for almost eight. We have three children, and lately there's no sexual desire on my part. I've come to think that our life is getting a bit flattening. What would you do? Thanks. Well, it's funny because she says there's no sexual desire on her part. I don't think a guy's sexual desire ever goes away. Really? (laughs) Yeah. All my good friends say it does die a bit, though. Really? But it's like, I think they're thinking of like when they were, you know, horny teenagers <laughs> and <laughs> like, you know, college boys. I don't know. My husband and I have been married for 20 years and it's been the same all yeah. 20 years. <laughs> but I could tell you where the lack of sexual desire comes on the female part because you get into such a rut of a routine when you have kids mm-hmm. and literally life becomes a routine. And I think that's where... The woman, because women and men are built differently. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> and, um, you know, you just get tired and l- life takes over. The kids take over. You're draining all your energy on them. And I could see that happening. But the only way you're going to get out of it and take my advice is as hard it is, as it is to go away for a couple nights with your husband and and not worry about life in itself you have to do it because trust me when i tell you that spark will come right back mm-hmm. and and again there's there's other factors too like sometimes women lose sexual desire if they're down on themselves if they put on some before. weight yeah or if they're not taking care of themselves for for a long period of time because you know they're they're too involved with the kids or mm-hmm. I, I i get it i get yeah. it because if a woman doesn't feel happy with herself there's no sexual desire. Right. Like, or if you don't feel sexy. Exactly. I've thought that with weight gain of even just wanting to go out with my friends. Exactly. Like, you're like, I don't want to put on the outfit. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. You have no desire to do no. almost anything, really. No. So and it's that's like, a woman for you. For yeah. men, they couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you. Yeah, so, they don't. I mean, you got to start with yourself first. You got to look at yourself and say, 
am I unhappy with me? Because if I'm unhappy with me, then you got to fix that first before you fix her sexual desire. Mm-hmm. So that's where I always tell her to start is look at herself first. And if she's happy with herself and, you know, she feels good about herself, then you got to get off that hamster wheel and you yeah. got to book, book a couple nights away with your husband and go buy that sexy lingerie, something that you probably did when you were going out or just yeah. married. Mm-hmm. And and I can guarantee you that it'll take one night and your spark will be back. Yeah. Or like if you, you know, typically go for like a wax or something. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had friends use that method too. Where they're like, I'm getting, I'm getting primed. I'm getting my yeah. nails done. I'm getting my wax. Or like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be exactly. ready to go. You know, even just lotioning like your legs. Like yeah. something that you're like, oh, I haven't even taken the time to like moisturize like exactly. my elbows and my knees or whatever it is. Let me tell you something that my husband till this day, and we've been married 20 years. He says that, and I've done this all 20 years. He loves my soft legs. Really? Yeah. That's very interesting. He always says my skin is so soft on my legs. And I always make sure that I'm always shaved. Because hmm. I know women that could go months without shaving. Yeah. It's not me. Hmm. I I do it for me first. And uh, and I know that it, it attracts my husband. So I've always made sure I had shaved legs. That works. Yeah. Just a little tip. <laughs> yeah. I think a little something. But it's hard. And um, another thing that actually does spark sexual desire which you think would not because of the tired thing you said Mm -hmm. is working out yes you're right it actually does and i think it's a little bit of you do just feel better you get those endorphins Mm -hmm. but and and maybe on some level the looking better but it's just funny that like they've done studies and people that work out the more they work out the higher their sex drive is well because the better they feel about themselves true i'm telling you it it all starts with yourself first Mm -hmm. yeah i'd agree with that um, well, thank you for emailing in and uh, good luck. Have a fun weekend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's do another quick one. So if you guys want to email again, it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com. That's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com. All right. Career change. Hi, Lisa and Erica. Love the podcast. I listen to it every week and it makes every car ride better. I'm conflicted. I am 24 years old and I did a huge life change. I saved up and left my nine to five job to cur- pursue a career in modeling and acting. Things are going well, but naturally COVID-19 has delayed many projects. I've been with my boyfriend for two years, going on three, and he has stuck by me through it all. We've been talking about marriage, but I'm afraid to tie the knot before being able to have a more solidified artistic career. I know it's rocky and an unstable industry, but I picture marriage as the time to get a home and have kids, making my career choice harder. It's difficult to think about having to choose one over the other. I love my boyfriend and can't wait to marry him, but also have my own dreams and happiness to think of. Any advice? P.S. I hope Buddy's doing better and the family's doing great. Best, Marie. Well, thanks for the question, Marie. And yes, thank God Buddy is doing a lot better. And uh, he's back at filming and his hand is looking great and continuing to heal every single day. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that. You'll guys see him uh, back on TV soon. Now, going back to your question, um, I'm a true believer that everyone has to be happy in what they do in life, no matter how much money it makes. And, you know, whoever said that just because you get married, you have to have kids right away. You know, there, there's no rule. I know I know that's what people assume. I think it's more the pressure from people. Definitely is the pressure for people, but who cares? Yeah. Why well, have to listen to people? The pressure always changes, you know? Yeah. It's like you have the boyfriend, so the pressure is first like when are you guys getting engaged. And then when you're engaged, it's like when's the wedding? I, I get it. I totally tough. understand it. It's but tough. you know, in in their situation, she loves her boyfriend and she wants to be married to him. 
So being that she made a career change that, you know, seemed to be going well, except because of COVID, you know, a lot of things that COVID affected a lot of things. So yeah. maybe it's going to take an extra year till things, you know, get back to somewhat normal. But if her boyfriend wants to get married, why can't, why can't she still continue and pursue her dreams while being married? You know, I could understand holding off on children. Yeah. You know, definitely, definitely I could understand that. But why not pursue your career and build a life of it with your partner by your side, you know, and get his support, you know, marriage, living in the same house. I I see nothing wrong with that. I think it's because I've felt this before of like, I think it's indirectly a pressure of like, okay, now that I'm married, like, it's almost like other people aren't going to see your career as as serious unless you're like super successful at it, especially if you're like artistic, you know? I mean, I, I guess I could see it in that aspect too. Um, I'm not in that field, so I don't know what people look for when it comes to, you know, modeling or acting agencies. Yeah. You know, so I could understand that aspect of it too. So then if that's the case, why not come to a compromise and, and give it another year and, you know, then talk about, getting engaged in marriage after that see where this year right. takes you true but i've i've felt that on a personal level of just like it you know you're like i love that this person is like supporting me and backing me up but there's something to like it's kind of your own ego a little bit of almost feeling like i'm not at the place i want to be success wise in my own career and then like like i want that before i get married but it's always like we want to choose the order of things but you kind of can't because there's many people that like do have a great career and they'll probably look at you and they're like, that's so nice that you have someone mm-hmm. like by your side, you know, what, no matter what your career is. And they're kind of like, you have this great guy. Like, why don't you marry this great guy? And, and like you said, of like, you could still pr- pursue all these things, but it's maybe, you know, she assumes that maybe he thinks, you know, him or his family or somebody or even her own family thinks like, oh, okay, so you're going to marry him. And like, cause you're doing this, you know, acting modeling thing. Like, so that means like, you'll stay home with the kids. And it's like, that's not, that's not necessarily what it means, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, but if that's the case and I understand your point of it also, then I think the good compromise would be, let's give it a year being that COVID basically wiped out a year. And let, let's let's reassess in a year where where this career is taking me. Because, again, first and foremost, she's got to be happy. Yeah. You know, and if you're not happy in your career, then nothing around you is going to make you happy. Yeah. And um, I was like, also, like, just tell your guy. I'm just like, I do want to marry you, yeah. but, like, I don't want kids yet. And that's why mm-hmm. I don't want to do it right away. Exactly. And he'll probably be like, yeah, we don't have to have them right away. Like, yeah. I don't know many guys that have, like, baby fever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and you are still young. So I, I think waiting a year is fine. Just I think you should just have a conversation about it yeah. with your boyfriend. We all have to just pretend that the year 2020 did not even exist <laughs> yeah. because it feels like everything it was on hold and a lot of people were affected by it. A lot of businesses, a lot of careers. Mm-hmm. So you have to pretend that 2020 didn't exist and that you're now at this point going into that year. Yeah. And good for you for switching careers, by the yeah, way. It's that's not a good change. It's, that's, that takes guts. It's bold and good for you for doing it, especially at 24. Yeah. And before kids and marriage. <laughs> exactly. Well, this is the time to do it. I have yeah. to be honest. If, if, she wasn't happy where she was this was the perfect time to do it definitely so but i think you'll be fine and you're very young so you guys will be good but thank you follow your heart yeah follow your dreams follow your heart and uh thank you so much for emailing in so that's all we have for today guys and if you want to email the podcast it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com 
That's what's up, cuz, P-O-D at gmail.com. And if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps the show grow. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.